What's up and welcome to Two Balls, One Puck, where we talk about the Buffalo Sabres, Bills, and New York Yankees. My name is Tommy. I'm here with my two brothers, Joey and Jacob. It is June 21st, 2023, and we're going to talk about those three teams that I just mentioned because we like talking about them. And um, Joey, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right, man. Uh, enjoying the official start to summer. It's uh, uh, our other, one of our two other brothers' birthdays today. So happy, happy birthday, birthday, Andrew. Andrew. Yep. We, birthday, we new love new. you. Um, and uh, yeah, it's going. New, new. I call it new, so, new. New, yeah. new. Yeah. And that no, it did not stem from the Teletubbies new, new. Uh, for anybody that watched Teletubbies, I, the, I call them new, new, and we have always called them new, new as a nickname. But I did it because I couldn't say Andrew when I was a kid. So Nunu was the next closest thing. So anyway. He's been in my phone as Nunu for... Um, Me too. For my whole life. Well, yeah. since I've had a phone. Exactly. Same. No, so going good. And summer's, you know, sunny. Western New York right now. I love the warmth. It was and, nice uh, out today. So nice. The really last nice couple of today. days, there was a little bit of rain, which I know we desperately needed. So uh, no, I can't complain here, brother. Excited to talk some sports with you guys. All right, brother. Jake. How are you, Jake? How are you? Weather is fine, but mm-hmm. I don't like it because I have to wear business casual for my summer job, mm-hmm. and I'm walking outside a lot, Same. especially in Jamestown. Same. So having a long sleeve and pants on in the sun, stupid. <laughs> yes. Go away, son. You could roll up the sleeves. I do. I do, do you wear a shirt under your shirt? Depends. I didn't today, but I- Bro, cool you right down if you I know, don't. but it, then you show it's just a little less professional. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, you look hotter, bro. Well, wearing a shirt under your shirt? No, not wearing a shirt is less professional. Yeah, I disagree wholeheartedly. Depends. Are you wearing a tie? No, it's just a button-up. It's like a button-up rolled sleeve. I mean, I don't pop the top button to look like, you know, Guido City. Well, do you tuck your shirt into your pants, or is it a a no-tuck? No, no, it's a tuck. See, I have no-tucks because they're way better. Uh, Okay, so... It depends on the look. I have to agree with Jacob. If you're not tucking, I think the undershirt is better. I agree. If you're tucking you tuck the in and you've got a belt and everything. not tucking. Yes. So if you are wearing a dress shirt that is untucked, then having an undershirt looks weird. Oh, I'm on the other side. I think if you have... Oh, wait, no, no. I misspoke. If you are untucked, an undershirt looks good. If you are tucked in and you've got a belt and it's you know nice and tight and organized, then the undershirt, I don't think, is necessary. Dress shirt buttoned all the way, not very top, but right, to no, there. No, right, right, right. But that's if it's I, untucked, you get away with that second button, I, and you kind of want to show the undershirt a little bit. It's a different look. It was See, I don't because that's casual. That's just straight up. That's not like, yeah, that's like uh, I know what you're saying. No, because you're you're old now because <laughs> dress shirts that don't get tucked in are are now business casual. Tucking in a dress shirt makes you look you're out of touch. Are you kidding me? Which one of us is younger? Who cares? You're out of touch. If I walked into dress, uh, uh, for my job to dress.com, I, for my job, I'm talking to, <laughs> I'm talking to business owners. I don't want to walk in there like a ragamuffin. Did you see me today in my dress in my work clothes? No. Did you see me yesterday in my work clothes? No. Why? Why would I? Have? True. You don't look like you're, you look like I am young, and I have an opinion that is I don't need to be the same dress that they wore post World War Two. World War Two. If I what? Tucked so in dress. I will been say. The thing for it's, I've seen it's both of long. you guys it, in your respective work outfits. And I look better. I have told you look both more professional. of you. It doesn't mean yes, you look better. Exactly. I have told both of you that you looked really nice. That's you looked I'm, good. I'm going for professional. Tommy, you should be going for more professional than yeah. Jacob is. And Jacob being younger, he also falls into different fashion categories where what he wears and what you wear 
perfectly applicable I, to okay, your guys' job. I disagree because I think looking more professional is only because we've stigmatized it to say that you look more what you're supposed to look. But what you're supposed to look like is only determined by the past and what so you're supposed to look like based on your personality and based on your goal in the business. I think that's a far more important thing because if you are looking like you're supposed to look based on what older people and what past generations are saying, then you are only you're only wearing what they want you to wear. I get to wear something that lets me do my job, and I get to both express myself and be more comfortable. I think I've I've talked off all three. All right, Jacob, I hear your point. Loud Thank you for coming to the TED Talk of uh, Jacob's fashion opinions. Jacob, Jacob I also wore flowers Jacob. today. Do you get to wear flowers on your actually, shirt? Uh, actually, I do. Jenny bought me a nice shirt with and flowers. And you tuck in your flowers into your pants. Yes, with a nice pair of khaki pants. It goes really well. Tommy, do you wear matching flower underwear? No, actually, normally I have some USA underwear on. Mm-hmm. Boxers or briefs for you guys? Briefs. Joey doesn't wear underwear. <laughs> Joey's commando. Yeah, you know who else? Uh, Robots in might not, not wear underwear is uh, Optimus Prime. Stefan Diggs. Stephon we talked Diggs. about him a little bit. And so the drama, it kind of continued. There had been some reporters that said that Diggs spoke to someone there was no official report but there was rumors kind of flying around that Diggs said he was unhappy with being a part of the offense mm-hmm. I know we talked about the Diggs drama it seemed to kind of wrap itself up but if that's true that's not a great thing to hear as a Bills fan he's uh the number one target offensive weapon on one of the number one offenses in the NFL with one of the number with one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. If he's if that's true and he's truly unhappy, I'm calling I'm playing the prima donna card a little bit. Yeah. If it's if it's not true, then fine, but if he's if if he's, and again, so unofficial. That's no official report. No, no, it's not an ESPN. Yeah. It's the, not a no, I know. you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. If it it's is just true, word I'm playing the, the prima donna card. But yeah. if it's you know what I mean? Well, part of what I from what I understand, which my I read the same, probably the same article you did, Joe. But from what I understand from it, is that he was upset because he was talked to by the front office that, um, and I'm looking at this post right now that he was talked to from the front by the front office about having a lower um, salary this year because they were looking f- to expand the offensive f- to go for another offensive weapon. That saying that they restructured his contract, you mean? Saying that the future, yeah. So in the few next few years of contract, that he accepted a lower pay oh. because they told him that they were going to use that money for another weapon, yeah. which apparently they told him who it was. There's rumors. I don't know. Nothing's confirmed. But now that they're not on that, he's saying I'm mad that that I didn't get the money that you said we were going to put into the offense, and I am the offense. So that's what I'm seeing. I'm not. I I'm not defending him. Offense. I'm not defending him. I'm just saying that's what it looks like. Any Star Wars scenes out there? You'd hate to, you'd hate to think that's true, right? As a Bills fan, you'd hate to think that's true. You don't yeah. want, yeah, you, don't you want, want the guy to, to, you know, you want the guy on the team that it's like, you know, I'm gonna do my role to the best of the capabilities that I can and chip in any way I can, whether that means I get five touches a quarter or five for the game or two for the game. I don't know. So I, I just, you know, talking to Bills right now can be a little bit quiet. Um, like not too much going on in Buffalo Land, and I think that's. Uh, 
in the off season, like we talked about a couple episodes ago, you hold on to the smallest little things mm-hmm. when it comes to drama, especially because we're we're bored. We're looking for something to talk about, and you know, Bills reporters are looking for the clicks. So, you know, hopefully it's nothing. And you know, I'd love nothing more than to see Diggs just go on a record breaking season right now, especially after all this and the Allen Diggs talk. I would love to see them hook up for a great year. So, yeah, nothing. Uh... Nothing really um, more in Bills land because, like we said already, I think uh, we could, of course, we could have the conversations uh, about next season and the um, the positional battles, the previews of each position, you know, what we expect from every guy. But that's coming down the line because if we did that now, then we'd have nothing to talk about as the season gets closer and closer and closer and the hype gets more and more and more. So that's what we're saving all that for. So as far as Bills talk goes, like concrete, um, I think Jakey's got another little game for us. And for those who... Uh, didn't might not have checked out our last episode, go back and give it a listen or go to our social media pages and check out this little draft that Jacob put together for us. It was really fun. We had a drafted team with 15 bucks and they were different tiers. It was pretty cool, so check that out. But, yeah, we're just going to be high and tight kind of with the Bills talk because um, there's not a whole lot going on. So uh, I'll throw it. I just threw it for those who are just listening. Jacob caught it. He received. And, and before Jacob talks, I definitely won that draft. I think you did. Uh. Mm. You didn't take Bruce Smith. All right, Jacob, what do you got? Okay. Last year, the Bills' first game, who's it against? Uh, Rams. Well, yes. Did they win or lose? They, they smoked them. Like 34-17? 37-14. Are, are you sure of both <laughs> of those? I know that they won against the Rams That's in the opening guess. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I correct. don't know about the score. In Los Angeles because defending Super Bowl yes. champion Los Angeles It was Angeles such Rams. a statement game, too. Yeah. I lo- it gave 31 me 31-10. Okay. Oh, we were close. I was closer. I was closer. No. I said 34-17. Check the change yeah. along. Check, 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 change along. I said 37-14. I was closer. Next game, do you know who's against? Second game. Um... Any thoughts? They won it again. They won again. And it was against a good team again. They won, and the score was 41-7. to seven. Mm. It was the Jets. Tennessee Titans. Titans. I swear to God I was going to say Tennessee. Then you why didn't, didn't you? you didn't. Because I second-guessed myself. Next game. Believe in yourself, Tommy. The next game. They lost. They lost. Mm-hmm. In Miami. Yeah, lost to the Dolphins. The 1,000 yeah. That was game. the Heat game. Yeah. All right. The most, like, dude, can we, we didn't exist as a podcast. How stupid to have a stadium. You know, that picture that they had with the entire Bill sign line just cooking in the heat. Yeah, it was In ridiculous. the sun. Oh, my gosh. It was dumb. But Terrible. we got Miami back later in December in the absolute opposite weather, freezing cold. <laughs> I was on my way to What a uh, storybook. Uh, that was the snowballs, dude. That was so great. Skipping ahead. Do yeah, you know skip- their next loss? After Miami? After Miami, they won one, two, three, four straight after Miami. Their next uh, loss. Minnesota? It was not Minnesota. That game was such a heartbreaker. That was, a, that was such a funny ending. That was a crazy game. An yeah. amazing game. Yeah. So before they lost to Minnesota. Yeah, they lost two weeks in a row. Their only two losses for the rest of the season, back-to-back. Yeah, I remember that. They lost to, um, oh, if you're they, listening and you Tampa know. Bay? Oh, no, Pittsburgh. It was the Steelers. No, it was not. Was that last year? Did they lose to Pittsburgh last year? They didn't play. No, it was two years ago. That was two years ago. Yeah. Crap. It's a division. Oh, it was the game that... Uh, Jets? Yeah, the Jets. So the game that... They lost to the Jets last year? Yeah, mm-hmm. they lost to them. Yeah, they got shut down. Oh, yeah. They got shut down. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. it was only 2017. You know what I'm thinking of? Was it two... Yeah, I mean, relatively. Year. Was, it good two, year. was it two years ago that we lost to the Jaguars, and it was like, 
like that was the end all be all. We lost to Jacksonville like six three, six nothing. Yeah, I think like, that was the three. field goal game or something Ridiculous. like that. Yeah. Then after that, they won all their games. I just thought that'd be kind of fun to and see. Then, for yeah, for sure. They, their next loss. Do you know their next loss? After Cincinnati. the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. In the divisional. Cincinnati. Oh, okay. Do you remember the score of the Cincy game? Yeah. I think it was also like thirty-four to ten or something like that. Wasn't Not quite. It? The Bills did have 10. Yeah, 31. 27. 27. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you said Josh Allen didn't look like he was on the field for a lot of that game, and that is so true, man, well, since, he, since he shut I mean, down. I remember watching the three of us watched it together. It was Joey not there? You, at least you and I, Tom. No, were I together. was there. Were you there? Yeah. The We were, what, two? I mean, not even a – not even through the second quarter, and we were just saying this is not the game that this is not the team that we yeah, watched the entire very, season. It was no. hard to get a spark, yeah. and you had to give credit, and we did. <laughs> to the, we had to give Dude, credit to Cincy. Yeah. They, were, they yeah. were making it look like we didn't have an O line. Yeah. Really, Allen had no time, no time. the yeah. whole game. But we also said, for not the first time, that's our hole right now. If we've got Allen, and yes, the best quarterbacks need to adapt, but we saw a very real hole that. To this day, we need to make sure yeah. that's something that's better the going into next teams, year. the best teams, as we know in all three of these sports, the best teams in the playoffs find the hole, and they exploit it, and that's who wins the, the championship. What I was about to say, stay on the cup. The best thinking. always but, find and fill the hole, Jacob. I found, found and exploited a hole. And... So let's talk about the Yanks. Uh, I won the championship. Um. Before we talk about the Yanks, um, are we going to talk about the Buffalo Sabres? Um. And while you guys decide that, I think it already? might be the yeah. Oh goodness. Um. An early episode. Early in the episode. So he's got to go because we don't have a better go. name still. So it's, before well, I get back, uh, you two lovely gentlemen talk about what uh, team we're going to talk about next. All right. It's time for Joey's Got to Go presented by nobody. Someday. That'll be someone. And Joey's got to pee. Joey's, Joey's going li- to pee. For those who don't know yet, if you're the first time listener, Joey's going out to pee. And Jacob and I are going to talk about. Do you have a segment? Prepared? Yeah. I was going to have you name more things, but we should decide. Are we going Bills or nope, Sabres or Yanks next? What do you think? Three, two, one. Yanks. Okay. The segment is you are going to name, last time we did cheeses, you are going to name as many Mikes as you know. Mike slash Michaels, real or fake? Oh, people name Michael. Yeah. Okay. Michael Jirasi, brother. I'm not I'm not checking them, so yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> you don't have a list of Michaels? <laughs> I don't have a list of all the Michaels. Michael Scott. Um, Mike... I knew, I pause, sorry, I knew that's where you're going, number two. Well, obviously. Okay. My favorite TV show of all time, The Office. Uh, Michael Scarn, alias of Michael Scott. Michael Corey, Corleone, Michael Keaton, Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson, Michael. Uh, uh, I think you're at seven. Michael. It's not very good. Uh, there are so many Michaels. Michael Myers, Michael um, uh, Phelps, Michael. <laughs> Michael Jarace, another co- cousin. Tough to use Michael Jarace and Jarace, both Michael... spelled the same, both related to us. Myers, actor. You already said him. Nope. Yep. Oh, Michael oh, you, Myers, you the, the Halloween the, the, character. Yeah, 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 okay. Michael Myers, That's the Mike actor. That's Mike Myers, though. Mike, oh, I'm sure his first full name is Michael. No one says Michael... that. Michael. You're at 10. That's bad. <sighs> that was bad. Joey's back. You, you missed um, one of the people you grew up with. You want to <laughs> shout him out, Michael Magnuson. Good cousin. <laughs> missed him. My cousin, I missed Call him. out Mike Mags. What did I miss? We... Name, a, name a person named Michael, real or fictional. Michael Moser. Oh, oh shout out to Mike shout Mimoser. Out. Shout out Mike Mimoser. How you doing, You have buddy? a brother and cousin Long. named Michael that you didn't I go to. I figured you guys had already said that. Oh, no. yeah, he did. And well, guess what? The one that was. you forgot, too, is actually my godfather. 
That's what Jacob just yeah. said. Yeah. Right. And, uh, well. you know, I, I don't know if he'd listen. And, Mike, if you do, I love you so much. But he has not wished me a happy birthday in almost a decade. Woof. Mike, if you're out there, uh, November 10th, give me a shout. Call out. Call that was out. tough. That was Call them out. Guess, right, who, so... guess who Tommy's number two Mike was? Uh, he said our brother. Michael, Michael Scott. Yeah, Michael Scott. <laughs> then guess who his three was, which is ridiculous. Michael Myers? No, he said two Mike Myers. I though. said Michael Scarn. <laughs> Michael Scott and Michael Scarn. An alias of a fictional character. That's great. A character of a character. All right, well, while you were gone, Joe, we decided to move on to talk about the Yankees. Okay. Beautiful. So, uh, again, lots happening in Yankee land right now. Um, and you... lit- literally right now, the Yankees are what? I'm sorry, you missed Michael Jackson. No, I said Michael Jackson. You said Michael Jordan. Nope, I said Jackson as well. Check, check, change logs. I don't think you did. Check, check the, the game notes. Check the tape, bro. Really Coach's challenge. Did. It's good. Calling the field is good. I don't think you did. I swear to God. Okay. So anyway, New York Yankees. So literally, there's a lot going on with the Yankees yep. right now. They're uh, in the middle of the game. They're in the bottom of the eighth inning. They're beating the Seattle Mariners four to one, looking to win their first series uh, since uh, since a long LA, time, right? Since, yeah, since, since Judge and, and uh, Josh Donaldson just hit into ooh, what should almost hit into play. another double play. Anyway, that's got to be a topic we're gonna get into, right? Donaldson, along I with got, the I, I got in hot. I got in hot with Donaldson last up a little bit, but actually, yeah. the big thing that we'll talk about really quick, and we'll give our hot takes and rapid reactions to it, is today uh, the Yankees general managing partner Hal Steinbrenner. Uh, well, AKA the shorthand would call him the owner. Yes, the acting. But it's way cooler to be the general managing partner, no. right? But but we it, he has the he has control over the largest percentage right. of the team. He's the, the big, owner. big white daddy war warbucks, warbucks. The <laughs> controller of the most profitable sports franchise on the planet. Not that, but close. Was interviewed on the Michael K show today. He got asked a lot of questions. They really actually hit, asked him hard hitting questions, and he gave answers that he's basically been giving for the last like decade now. He went straight robot, pretty much. Yeah, he went robot. Um, however, I thought that there were a few nuggets in there that were kind of interesting, and there were some fun questions too, aside from the hard hitting ones. So I've got some ones and uh, that we'll go through. We're not going to go through the whole interview, but I want to ask your guys' opinions on them too, and we'll get our takes on them. Sound good? Yeah, for sure. Yeah? Okay. Here's one. One of the ones that he's been asked so much. Does the season, and he's answered this the same so many times, if the Yankees don't win the World Series, is the season considered a failure? Hell. (laughs) I don't know which word you said there. Hell. Hell. Hell Steinbrenner said, essentially, like he said before, that if the Yankees win the division, they win 100 games, they win a divisional series, right? They go to the ALCS, whatever. He's not going to immediately constitute that season a failure because they don't win the World Series. Now, I want to hear your guys' takes, your thoughts. My take is that while I partially, mostly don't agree with that because the Yankees' motto is championship or bust, and maybe it's time to get away from that, I also partially see where Hal is coming from. Like, for example... Very different, obviously, youth sports compared to MLB, the richest franchise of all time. If my hockey team, my varsity team, right, we go to the state finals, right, and we we drop the state final game, is that season considered a failure in our eyes? No. We had a hell of a run. 
We had a we had great games previous in the season. We saw growth. You know, obviously very different comparatively. Mm-hmm. But I think that the point still stands is that it's not a failure, total failure of a season. There's positives to be had. But here, in your guys' opinions, is it a failure of a season if the Yankees don't win a World Series every year? I have a take. I don't want to get into something if you have something quick because I have something that could be a bigger take. So I can get into it if, if unless you want to jump I in right there. I guess my quickest response, which I'm not good at, um, I think I might talk the most in our family out of the seven of us. Just most words spoken? Just in general. Like the if you biggest put up Microsoft talker. Word document and you just started talking and showed how many characters were Just in, in the average day or when mm. we're together. But uh, on this... Yeah, maybe. So... Probably. To compare them to the Sabres, what the Sabres did this last year, Buffalo Sabres, I would consider that a successful season. Mm -hmm. They went from a team that was significantly below 500, irrelevant in the scope of the league, to a team that was a day and one game out of making the playoffs. That's a win. The New York Yankees right now, with Aaron Judge, DJ LeMahieu, Josh Donaldson, Garrett Cole, Rodon, who hasn't pitched yet, they have these names in the payroll that they do, I hope I never have to see the Yankees truly rebuild, but they are not in a position right now that the Yankees should consider anything but a World Series run, at least. Nothing uh, nothing not, short. Right, and also that was actually brought a failure. up. That was also brought yes. up as well, the rebuilding. So, so anyway. you know, uh, yes and no, I get it, you know, but when you're at the top of the league over and over again, as they should be with the payroll and the players that they have, then yes, consider it a little bit of a bust, or at least, like... I don't know. And Jacob can probably – I could expand on it a lot more and say, he like, trying to beat a dead horse and doing the same thing over and over Why again. And at what horse? point do you – because it got sand in its eye. Um, <sighs> Call back. So I don't know. It, I agree and disagree to some extent. But when you look at the Yankees roster, the guys they have, yeah. it has to feel like a failure if they don't at least get further this next – you know, this year right, than they so did last. I'm going to build on that because I have two – it's a two-sided take. The first t- side is... Do you ever have a one-sided take? You no. never call me on the phone and say, hey, I got something for you. You say, uh, I got a question. Actually, I have two questions for you. <laughs> Actually, it's like uh, two questions and a comment. Actually, do you have an hour? <laughs> yeah. My, our sister, well, our, one of our sisters um, who lives in Rhode Island, w- and I won't talk on the phone, won't call each other or answer unless we have a scheduled time to talk. Because we have you rant and rave. No, because we just have the most oh. in-depth oh. conversations you that just rave. everything just expands. So no, I more never intellectual, have one. Tommy. Yeah. That you know we can't. All right. So anyway, what's I your never two have si- one thought. What's your two-sided take? So the first side is Joe. We got into expectational, right? Yeah. This year in baseball, as we're going 2023, Cincinnati Reds are on a 10-game heater right now, 10-game winning streak. As far as I know, they might have lost us. I guess I didn't check last night. They were on a 10-game winning streak mm-hmm. up to last night. Could Ellie. be 11, could, could be, be zero. 11. Ellie. And no matter what happens, be, because of their expectation and because of what they were supposed to do, their season thus far has been a success. Yep. Now, the Houston Astros, LA Dodgers, New York Yankees, three teams, three of the top four or five going into the season projection-wise, all of them are third place in their division. New York Mets. Mets are even worse. Yeah. Mets are even worse. Padres are even worse. Yep. So expectationally, words, these <laughs> thus far, season's been a failure. 
Where right? So expectation, that's one half. The other half, I think this is more important to me, is if your goal is to win the World Series, then anything else is definitionally a failure because you have not succeeded at your goal. Now, does that mean because you fail in the year at your goal, does that mean the season was a failure of a season? I think that's a different thing. I think you can say we failed at our goal, but our season wasn't a failure. I think there's it's weird. I but know I what you mean. I think it's two different things. I know what you if mean. This, now, in the Yankees' case specifically, do you say that if they lose the ALCS in five games because they lost it in four games it's last year, a... it's better? I don't think so at all. I don't think so whatsoever. I don't even think that making the World Series is better than losing in the ALCS in terms of whether the season was a success or failure. Obviously, it's better for marketing. It's better mm. because they haven't been there. But if you're marking failure or success, then, in my opinion, it's World Series out of the playoffs. That's kind of like that bridge. There's that. That's my take, is mm. that you can fail oh. at your main goal, not have a failure of a season, or you can say we failed at our season but succeeded in all these different ways throughout the year. I guess the, the Yankees have... Because of their run in the 90s, right, in the early O's, and then even winning in 09. I mean, that wasn't that long after they had made their last World Series when they won in 09. That this championship or bust moniker that the Yankees have on their tagline has created this fandom, this belief that without a World Series, the Yankee season is a failure. That's where this next generation of Yankees fans have been led to believe a little bit. But if you think about it, the generation of Yankees fans that are growing up right now, Jacob, your age group. yeah. Have never seen the Yankees win a World Series. No, and or we they know were the young. Yankees are the franchise. Myself, you know, it's I don't the remember. Cap, man. It's the JC it Cap thing. It you yeah. know, it's the right. So anyway, um, it just that's a question Hal's been asked time and time again, and I see both sides of it in in a way. I do, but he was also asked about how does it feel that you've got two teams ahead of you in the standings that combined have a less payroll, have lesser payroll than you, spend less money combined, and they're doing better than, than you, and they're ahead of you. And Hal's answer was kind of kind of like, it was kind of funny. He said, well, when you do bad enough for so many years in a row, four or five years in a row, you're going to get really good draft picks. And he's like, you're going to get really good draft I mean, picks, that's true. and then I you're going to retool and everything like that. And I'm like... That that is true, yeah. but those guys can never be retained. Their windows are so small. The Rays and the Orioles were referring to, but while well, meanwhile the Yankees can go out and spend money on already established players, and so which has not worked for them since. I have to, been a I mean, true Yankees fan since I've been old enough to. We don't have yeah. a, a, the quote unquote buying a championship. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they haven't signed a big free agent that has been. Well, CC was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so CC. Sure, well, that one year. But those those were before. I'm saying since the World Series win in oh, 2009, right, right, yeah. we have not seen buying a player that's even helped get them to a, a deep run. Not even to another World Series. Yankees haven't even been. No, but yeah. those those years from 10 to 16, when they were in and out of the playoffs, in and out of being a great team, whatever, mm-hmm. they weren't buying players to be incredibly successful. Then they had the... They the, tried, but none of them were right. Like you're saying... Like, yeah, it didn't pan out. And then we have the baby... Bombers, we have the mm-hmm. 2016-17 resurgence, and you start buying guys again in 18-19, and the guys that you bought are the only players right now that are lower than the expectation, are the guys that you've bought since 2018. Yeah, Four or five guys who, those are the guys who aren't performing. The guys who you brought up through the system. Who'd we buy? 
I mean, Stanton was a trade, Stanton but you're paying trade. massive. For Donaldson him. was a trade. Don- right. I'm not saying buy as in a hilarious one. What I'm saying <laughs> you is just the, mean not the, the established names yeah, that yeah, you bring yeah. in okay. to help so, well. hasn't worked for the Yankees in 12 years. And you know what? I think it, the most excited and most fun I've had as a Yankees fan was when, was it? three seasons ago now when their roster got so beaten up that they oh. had kind of a minor league team We're playing. talking 2019? Actually, it was, well, 19 and, I think you're referring to 2021, Right, with, with Squid and Wade. Squid and, and Greg Allen. Full-blown small ball. Yeah. Like, full-blown chip and singer. 2019 singles, was juice ball. Yes. Bunch yes. of rookies okay. come up and Glaber Torres hits 38 Clint Frazier. Yes. That was a different kind boy. of boy. Yes, it it does oh, get that, discouraging to oh yeah. know what, know. and very uncommonly, do the Yankees do that? And even this season, very uncommonly, right now, do the Yankees steer away from winning games as the Bronx Bombers, or they lose games as the Bronx Bombers? You know, I some hilarious stat lines about the Yankees and their strikeouts as a team compared to others. The Bronx Bombers' strategy, the home run or bust type thing. It's really fun when it's going well, but it is really bad when it's going bad. And I don't know. It's it's, it's kind of getting old. Well, I would hell, love to see a team that has a higher batting average and lower home runs. Hell, you know? Yeah, but we do know that at the end of the day, and whether you like it or not, World, home runs win. World Series teams. What was the stat during last year's playoffs? ESPN threw up a graphic that said that I can't remember the specific graphic. I wish I had it, but it was something along the lines of um, uh, some percentage of teams win that win the World Series are in the top whatever of home run leaders their mm-hmm. teams every every single year. So yeah. It was some crazy. It was yeah. some crazy number. Crazy high percentage of teams. If you don't, if you can't hit home runs, you can't. You don't win a World Series. Yeah. However, it's that combination of small ball, speed, defense. Pitching. And pit, of yeah. course, and your home run prowess, your power that can that brings you the. Ultimate but tell title. me, it doesn't get depressing to see five guys in your lineup night after night oh, where you're looking for a home run or nothing. Oh my god, it's depressing. It, it gets very bro. De- and so, as a fan, dude, Donald's. Donaldson depresses me every night. Stanton, you know, Stanton could hit the ball literally out of almost every ballpark, and he could also swing and miss by six or seven bat oh, lengths Stanton's over. Right. Yes, he hits the ball so freaking he hard does, that he but gets he also hits. strikes out. All I know. it's depressing. You know so, who's leading the Yankees in strikeouts right now? Volpe. Yeah. Anyway, but so, his approach has been that of big swing. You know, it's I don't know. I don't know. Yankees are blowing the lead right that they have right now. Also, um, so okay to go on with what Hal was saying. Like you talked about rebuild and stuff like that because it sounds like we're kind of getting into like the the main juice of this, which is championship kind of caliber Yankees, what we think they are, can they be, blah, blah, blah. Hal was asked also in this interview, would you ever consider a rebuild? He, they, like Michael K said, look at the Braves, look at the Astros, look at the, the whatever. They tore it down. They took it, blah, blah, blah. They took it four, three, four years, and they now look at them, right? And um, Hal very bluntly said no. I mean, he said no. He said we. it's very clear that, you can see with the resources that my family allocates every single year that we I want to be in the playoffs every year. He said, I don't care. He said, because in my opinion, if you can make the playoffs, wild card or not, you got a shot. And he wants to be in the playoffs every single year. How much of that has to do with revenue, blah, blah, blah. 
Actually, I'm not sure because later he was asked if hypothetically the Yankees missed the playoffs, right? Or third, third, fourth place finish and they missed the playoffs. Would there be jobs lost? Would there be questions? Would there be hot seats? And he said, yes, essentially. He said, yeah, he said there would be some tough questions there. Um, yeah. So, and the Yankees just won. They won the game. They've beaten the Seattle Mariners by a score of four to two. Final. Tommy tight pants. Canley with the the save. Tommy tight pants. Yeah. So anyway, Hal's, it's, uh It was a great interview. And Michael K. Yeah. Dude, I, shout out to him. He is not afraid to say whatever is on his no, mind because he's he's kind of like he's untouchable as far as the Yankees. Careful. Go. I'm a I'm a K fan. Personally, uh, sometimes the show gets a little hard to listen to. But Maybe this one does too. You Bazing! you guys. I don't know if you guys are familiar with how recently in the last two years how many Yankees fans are turning on Michael K. Yeah, because he's gotten more and more aggressive. I think he's gotten more and more like he doesn't care. Like I just want to give a shout out to because like how many people are gonna ask the hard hitting questions when they have the opportunity to? And you know, I don't know. It's oh, I'm I'm in agreement. I'm just saying a lot of people right now are saying if it's not even that he doesn't ask the questions. It's that since people get upset that he gets paid by the Yankees, right. or he doesn't even get paid by the Yankees. They call, they assume they make these connections. Yeah, that's not even I, true. I get yes, network. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ESPN too for a show. Our dad, who's also a big Yankees fan, the reason that we're all Yankees fans, really, our group chat for the Yankees, we're talking about Donaldson again. Just it seems like every every day a conversation with Donaldson, yeah. and he goes, Dad goes. Twenty million a year. Can you imagine how many families could love that for a year? Which is true. And then he goes, he should go to prison for stealing the money he makes. <laughs> Some he of the plays most a good third base in that group chat. He right. plays a good third. Oh yeah, base you time. can't. A great can't, re- can't read off the entire group chat. No, or else we'd be no. canceled. But yeah. uh, it's hard to think though. It is. He does play a good third, and terrible. it's crazy to see how gray his hair got in it's a terrible. year. Uh, he looks so much older than he did last season, but it is hard to think of. You're watching is has been really rough for him at the plate this year so, since he's been back. Oh, it's hard to think that you bro. see the price tag that he's on, and think that good defense to get a good defensive third baseman. Look around the league; those who can't hit very well but play great third base, they're not making twenty million. No, third basemen are supposed to be hitters in your lineup. Good ones, really good. Historically, ones. Historically, historically, of course, yeah. But that moves to. Another thing that Steinbrenner was asked was straight up about Donaldson. Yeah, he said, he's our guy. Yep. He said, as of right now, most of the time he said he's our third baseman. He said he hasn't given it. For, he hasn't given further thought on Donaldson when well, asked about how much. What are you thinking much, about, bro? He said Donaldson's gotten 500 at-bats with the Yankees total so far since being a Yankee, dating back to when he joined the team, right? This year, he hasn't gotten that many at-bats. But he's gotten over 500 at-bats. And Cashman keeps saying that he needs more time to get to the pre-2022 Donaldson. How much more freaking time do you need? Yeah. How much can you take? How much can you take there, it's, Brian? You gotta get the money. It's tough to watch. It is. Eat. Yeah. Manja. And it's been like last season, I think I have a thousand bad memories of Donaldson. And besides his walk-off Grand Salami, I don't remember a lot Also of- walked off the Red Sox opening day last year. He did. I don't have my bad Lead to good vibes are 10 to 1 with him. So, so. anyway, Hal got asked some more questions. Uh, Let's in get into some, some of the lighter ones. ones. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, well, one more heavy one. Sure. He was asked about um, uh, He was asked about Boone and Cashman. Are they on the hot seat? And he basically, he said nobody's on the hot seat right now. He said, look, I think Boone is good at his job. I think Cashman's good at his job. 
jury's out on that recently. I defended Brian Cashman for a long time. Look at his track record, but yep. it is getting tougher to defend him. But anyway, yeah, some of the uh, lighter questions you got asked. Um, Let's give our opinions. Are fun. I think our opinions are, could on, be interesting. Oh, on Boone and Cashman? No, on the fun ones. Oh, the fun ones. I was going to say, we'll be here for another hour. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 no. I, was, I was actively trying to move Let's away get Dad on the phone talking about Aaron Boone. We'd have to just have a continuous. We'd have to have one continuous sensor beep out as well, though. Boone is a yeah. This okay. Our uncle and dad don't like Boone very much. You know what? They don't even. They don't know even that true. They just like to complain. They do. Think it's fun. They do. They go. They they feed off of each other. That's so the quote from our dad was. I get Rodney riled up. He thinks it's the funniest thing. He's like a little kitten. He's like, I get him riled up. Yeah. It is funny. My, my dad's just sitting there wait, with like the wait, pen the or best, the, the, the best, little laser yeah. pen. Just come the on. The best right. line for dad that he calls Boone, though, it's not even the most explicit one. By but far. It's the funny one yeah. is Boone Hole. Yeah. <laughs> it means nothing. What does I mean, it mean? I mean, it, well, he's such a Boone Hole. I yeah. mean, I just love it. Anyway, so, fun stuff. What the they fun talk stuff. about. They asked, uh, one question he got asked was about. The City Connect jerseys that mm-hmm. a lot of teams are doing. I didn't. I thought at first Jacob and I were talking about this before we started recording that they. I, we didn't know that they were man. If they were mandatory or not across I, they, MLB. It seemed like the league said they were mandatory like two years ago. So, so I don't they know. asked how uh, because they were talking about the Red Sox ones a little bit. And uh, they were like saying how hideous they were essentially. But he got like I he got asked. Um, he yeah. got asked if they would ever do a City Connect jersey, and he said. He said, no, that's not on their radar right now. He said, that's not something I ever want to do. Let's mix that with the facial hair policy. Let's- no, let's mix that. Well, yes, that and the fact that he said our players will never have names on the back of their jerseys, period. You know what? Okay. That's okay. a sigh of relief. So yeah. I, I don't it care about me. that. I'm fine with that. What a jamoke. I'm a You're a jamoke. I was agreeing with He you. hasn't even give it, gotten to his point yet. I also was agreeing with I you. thought you said that you were against... You just said you were against Nate. You want uh, no names on the back of the jersey. I literally said I am fine with that. Well, you're still a jamoke. Okay, I, you're right. <laughs> Get a haircut. I tried. I tried. Do you want my appointment? No, All my right. scissors were just too dull. They didn't go through. So Jacob, what do you think about name? No names on the back of the jerseys. Go. Thirty seconds. One. Nothing. I said what I was going to say. Okay. I said I no. agree. And then you interrupted him, calling him a jamoke. He well, was he trying is. to get to his point. Jacob, answer. I have the floor. I would like to talk more about my shirt and tucked in this. Um, Jacob's got the talking pen. Thank you. Um, I have nothing to say about the names on the jerseys. I think that's fine. I was going to get into traditionalism with the City Connect slash the facial hair. Okay, go. Because tradition and history with the jerseys, I think, is different because of the mantra of your name doesn't matter. It's about what's on the front. And you know what? I'm fine with that. And the jersey sales, from a business point of view... Not having the names is a great thing for jersey sales because you get it's like an iconic thing. It's like part of the thing. And then if you want to have the name, then you buy another jersey and you get the name. So from a marketing point of view, not having names is genius. You sell jerseys twice, you know, twice the jerseys if you want. Yeah. Oh, Joey's peeing again. You have to pee again? I, he made a face t- at me. I've I, had a lot of coffee. Oh, today. my God. All right, we got to do another segment, Tom. Uh, another Joey's got to go. How many? Um, I was in the middle of a thing. I have the floor when he gets back That's about fine. beers. We are talking Mike's last we should, time. We should do um, Jim's. Jim, no, that's dumb. Joe's, no, that's dumb, too. Worse. What's a good one? Bruce. No. Sure, Bruce. Bruce Smith. Okay. Bruce Willis. Okay. Bruce Banner. Three. Bruce Wayne. Four. Bruce 
Jenner. Five. Bruce. Bruce Almighty. Bruce. <laughs> Bruce. You picked Bruce near six. Bruce. Start Gratterall. Bruce. Brucey, this Brucey. fell flat. I'm Brucey. sorry for those listening. Bruce. Tommy just bombed that. Jeez. All right, name as many colors as you can. Go. Red, purple, green, yellow, orange, red. Fail in the rainbow. White, black, purple, blue, green, red. No. White. Get off the rainbow. Orange, bro. yellow, violet, Beauregard, uh, Crayola, burgundy. Joey, Tommy is biffed this section. He has botched it like a botched toe. Oh, botch that one. Botch job. He wants a botch job. He Shout biffed out. this. He Shout was trying to name Bruce's and he named six. And then he named colors and he named six. Six colors. No, I named way more than Tommy, six colors. You named the rainbow and white. I wasn't thinking. All right. <laughs> Burgundy, so, uh, chartreuse. Uh, Shut up. Cornfield. Cornfield's a color. Hey, bro. hey, you know what? You guys know something? You want to know something? I got one more question for you about the Yanks, and then we need to still talk about the Buffalo Sabres. I was in the middle of my thing, but sure. I'm sorry, dude. I had to No, go. that's what I said. We need to still talk yeah, about the Yanks. Yeah. Joey's got to go up. and Joey's okay. got to go. All right, so go ahead. Finish your what thought. What was your question? Well, you don't want to finish your thought on the facial hair? Well, I was going to get everyone's opinion on it. Okay, go. I think that the facial hair thing is difficult because if it was up to me, it would there would still be a rule, which is stupid because I think the, if you're going to have a rule, it has to be no facial hair. But if it was totally up to me, it would be you can have facial hair, including beard and stuff, but it has to be capped and measured at a certain length. But I think it's more dumb. I, I acknowledge is, yeah. that's more stupid. Yeah, they're walking into the dugout, and there's a guy they're with a pulling the, the not, beard hair to like listen, half inch. Two I'm not arguing for it. I'm just saying yeah. if it was up to me, that's what it would be. How about See, le- I, leg hair? I'll give you my uh, on, on City Connect. I'm I'm pro big Tom. City Connect jerseys. I'm a I'm get a over it. Pro leg hair too. I'm so. big pro leg hair guy. Yeah. Joe, what do you think? I family. think that actually, you guys are two takes. Not. One take I is I think it's super professional. I get it's what they've done and it's what they want to stick to. I get it. I as a Yankees fan love it. I think I see some of these just borderline. Like homeless looking guys come up to them. Look at Marsh. Marsh comes up to the plate with his beard, his hair is everywhere. He's a Boston scumbag. He looks like look. a perfect, man. but he's in Philly. Yeah, and I don't know. Philly, he's a Philly Boston, same thing. But well, all, at the East same Coast. time, Flyers, we Bruins, Patriots, we live in a world Sox, where, in, currently, we live in a world where in New York State, prisoners in prison are now able to grow out hair and beards because of not. We can't infringe upon their right to let their body be express themselves. Yeah. So, so you're saying the Yankees should be able to grow uh, scumbag hair? As a Yankees fan, mm-hmm. I like the cleanliness, the tight shave, and professionalism. But we Point. also that's not what it is anymore. You look at business people, dude, and uh, business yeah, I'm people socially, have beards and socially, I'm totally and out on and, so yeah, I, but you know, what, and, I don't care. What, I really, honestly, my opinion. Yeah, I don't care. You know what I don't care about? Your opinion. Um, Hal, you know what Hal said. He said, and I actually kind of agree with this point. He goes, uh, well, he said, look, he said, we never get any complaints about it. He said, players come over and they think it's kind of like a cool thing that they're on the Yankees. They have to shave their beard. They have to cut their hair. He said, it's almost like not a rite of passage, but it's like, if you're going to play for the New York Yankees, this is just the thing. I kind of like that allure. Can we talk about how funny it was when Cole, like, I almost forget. Oh, the wagging the finger? I, no. Uh-huh. Uh, Cole, when he came to the Yankees, well, I, was I almost forget what the, he looked he like. He was so much better than the Yankees. Rodon. Rodon looked nothing like well, yes. Rodon before the muzzy now he's got the muzzy yeah, so you Rodon have to... and Cole look like 
like male models with beards. Yeah, now they look like toes. Yep. As soon toes, toes. As soon toes? as Cole shaved, yeah. he's like, okay, yep, he's a dad. Okay. Yeah. It was you never know video. how many fat like chins are out there until they get <laughs> traded to the Yankees. Rodon, man, you never knew. Actually, I'm like, what are you... I was uh, Jenny and I were at our cousins who are in town. Uh, our cousin Vinny and his boyfriend. We wanted to hang out with them. The Not other the night. movie, my cousin Vinny. I if I had a nickel, bro. I'm not down. Anyway, what if you had a dime? This conversation actually came up about my beard specifically. We were trying to do as many Snapchat filters as humanly possible about what I would look like without a beard. Mm-hmm. None of them were good. I mean, the filters they add a face on your face essentially, so like that like, could have been helpful. I could have silenced the lambs it, but anyway, um, it's a little funny, a little messed up. Anyway, we had that exact conversation, but all right, before we... Tommy, end, you look better with a beard, buddy. I've known you your whole life. Well, you look I better. think you're perfectly if handsome Tommy, If Tommy signed with you, the Yankees, we would all go like this. Thumbs down. Jenny's told me that she's going to leave me. <laughs> I think you're 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 acceptably handsome, acceptably handsome I have without not, a beard. I have not been clean-shaven Acceptably? What's the word? Acceptably? No, not that. You yeah, added I was, a, I was, a bull. I was trying to say a different word. <laughs> I've been clean shaven since I was eighteen. So uh, Yanks talk last, real quick though. I think City Connect would be cool. I, I, get over not? it. Why Make not? the jersey. Yes. All right, here's the cool. last question: Yes or no? Because we're going to move on to the Sabers. Okay. No, I don't think we should. Yes or no? Answer. It's we could go. This is not an easy question to answer. Okay. Yes or no? And uh-huh. the, I know the answer to all yeah. that we're all going to say. Yep. Worthwhile question. Let's do it on three after you do it too. When fully healthy. Okay. Completely healthy. The A-plus lineup is out on the field. Under the assumption, don't say a word, under the assumption that not all players are clicking at their max potential because that would be the absolute all-star team of the of the century, that players are going to be, some are going to be hot, some are going to be middling, some might be a little cold, but completely healthy are the New York Yankees, as constructed right now, capable of winning the World Series. Before we say yes or no on three, are you Before talking about say yes or no. banged up, healthy? Like if DJ's fighting through Bro, something Bro, I literally right now? just said fully well, healthy. Well, I know, I know you mean full roster no. healthy, but like everyone, there Nestor not, doesn't have a sore, tired... Like, there's nobody on the IL. Everybody's rocking and rolling, but health-wise, but right. there's some players answer. that are hot, some middling, some cold. I'll answer on three, and then I'll talk more about it. No, because we don't have time. Quickly. Okay, one, What's two, three, no. Yes. If they played the World Series a hundred times, if they went in the playoffs a hundred times with a perfectly healthy roster, they would win the World Series more than zero times. Is is Carlos Rodon truly the? It's not the pitching right now; it's the offense. No, 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 it makes a difference. If, listen, but... it, because baseball is baseball, Susan. If the Yankees <laughs> last year Our went into the playoffs a hundred oh. times, they would have won the World Series more than zero times. Yeah, and who knows? So yes, you know, they're capable of. Who it. knows it what a Probably healthy uh, Ben attending in the lineup okay. would have done? Who knows? Oh, the what? Oakland Athletics are capable of winning the no, World Series. No, they're not because they will not win four four out of seven games. All right, I I, I get your point. We but, will talk about this more, but uh, especially when as Rodon starts ramping up, Yanks win the last two games, judge, obviously. So yeah, drop Yanks a series are, to the uh, drop a sweep to the to, Red Sox, uh, but now uh, two, two games uh, two, on yeah, Seattle. Sweep them, so. sweep them. Yep, we need it. All right, so Yankees talk. We're going to curb that. Do we have any uh, f- quick fun time Yankees to transition us? I was gonna, but I mean, I'll ask you one. Okay, ready, Jacob? Yeah, look this up. Joey and I will try to answer. Or no, I'll look it up, and you guys try to answer. No, okay? I'm the quiz guy. Okay, uh, <laughs> look up who <laughs> is. Who is 10th all-time 
Yankees in RBI? Joey? I mean. Tenth all time. Let's see if you guys will get it. You will, um, do I accept the cookies? Always accept the cookies, Jake. I'm going to go with you Dr. Could Doc October. No, dude, he wasn't even a Yankee that long. I'm going to go with with the Yankees. I'm going to go Mark Teixeira. Man, you love Teixeira. You've answered him for like every Teixeira, trivia no, question. Not him and Andy I'm going to go with Bernie Williams. No, he's seventh. Wow. Eight, Holy seven, crap. Six, Paul O'Neill. Where's Doc Ock? Doc Ock is in New York, New York City. City fighting. He has Fireball. the power of the sun in the palm of his hand. Yes, he does. Number 10 all time is 80s Yankee. Oh. The 80s Yankee. Oh, not. Oh, Thurman Munson. No, he was 70s. Well, he was 70s, but more 80s. Kind of. This guy, This guy's like 80s. 80s. Yeah, Maddenly. Well, Maddenly was all, actually, he was 90s too. Yeah, but when you think of the bad yeah, 80s, 80s. 80s Yankees, he okay, was the only good player. I, Who's number right one? Now. Do you. In as a Yankee, yeah, of all time, cheater. No, no, he's six. It's Ruth. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Yogi? Okay, then it's then it's Mantle. No, Garrick. Yeah, Garrick. Okay. Oh. Which is starting naming off the great. You would man. think you would think Ruth before just because Garrick. of the seven hundred fourteen home runs. He yeah. had one. Let me count. I had twenty. Oh my god, eighteen more on. RBI. We need to move on. Well, that That's wraps right. off the Yank Talk uh, for today. Yeah, and Yankees, we, we can do the whole Yankee I know section. we can. But, yeah, but they're in the season right now. There's yeah, so much to we'll talk have about. More to talk now, about, yeah. let's, moving on. DiMaggio had more than Mantle. All right, From Sabres. the field to the ice and <laughs> Buffalo Sabres, a nice. uh, couple of uh, news, I guess. A oh, couple of things to talk really about. Quick. Yeah. yeah, so uh, one, I think the biggest one, Sabres lock up a Long, the longest tenured current yep. Buffalo Saber in Zengis Gergesen. So, uh, congrats, Zengis. He's been through the, the ringer, man. He's been through the dark times. Yeah. Gergensen's must feel like a Rocky punching bag after. Zengis Gergensen has literally suffered through two rebuilds. <laughs> <laughs> and he's They're like, wait a, wait a second. Still hasn't made wait a second. I know that took three years, but it didn't he's work. So, around. we're going to wipe it again. One year, 2.5 mil. Yep. Okay. Thoughts, real quick, Tom? Yes. Contract, money, thoughts. I think it's fine. It's good. So It he, is good. It's a good fourth-liner salary. It, he what, had a decent year. It we, but it could have been 1.7, and we wouldn't have said it's too low. No, we but talked, if it was 3.2, I would have been like, wait a second. Yeah, that's... Yeah. However, Zemgis Gergensen's at this point, we talked a episode or two ago about the Sabres' defensive needs and how they can also get defense from up, off, front, up yeah. front, right? Gergensen's, according to his stat card, he is... He's not gonna be. He's not being brought back to score goals necessarily. Can he? Absolutely. Can he chip in double digit goals? Can yep. he pop ten goals? Sure. Yep. You know he's being back to being brought back for though, is in his own zone. Yep. And for his bulldog, the locomotive, the Latvian, Latvian locomotive, locomotive, baby, he's in here to forecheck, to hang on to pucks, to block shots, to penalty kill a little bit, to lead a to still lead, very young group of guys. even though he's not even thirty years old. Yeah, no, but he's been through the ringer. You got to think he has grown so, a lot. Let me. Can I put something out there really quick? I'm not going to get no. I'm not going to get deep into this because I want to get deep into it in a later episode. But there is a very, very cool, informative way to look at how a player impacts their team in multiple different facets using the stat called WAR, which is wins above replacement. Which Jacob, 
originated in baseball. Yes, wins above replacement. Warded, I'm pretty sure. I would imagine. I will fact check that. Anyway, shout- I know it's bit used in baseball for long t- for longer than other sports. This, but I don't know if it's okay. There. So shout out this guy who does this in conjunction with a bunch of other um, hockey people on on the internet. His name is Jay Fresh, and he compiles these player cards that show a player's war in percentile ranks across their to their peers in the league. And what war is wins above replacement, sorry, really quick, the very, very easy way to put it is how many wins these analytics project that this player helps give his team. So, for example, over the replace over the average replacement, replacement player, level player, which is right. technically the average player, a seventh, a seventh defenseman, a thirteenth forward, right? But not a bad player, a, no, an average, a statistically player. So, average yes. player. So the example is, uh, for example, let's say that um, uh, I've got one, a good one right here. Let's say that Connor McDavid um, has an eight WAR, right? Decent. Mm-hmm. Let's just say Connor McDavid <laughs> has an eight WAR, okay? And the Oilers finished with ninety four points, right? The mo- this model is suggesting that if they had cut McDavid and played a replacement level player instead, they would have finished with seventy eight points. Replace him eight- with someone who has zero WAR, who means average. Right. Yes. That that means eight wins would have been re- taken away from Edmonton That's because McDavid with an average player. wasn't in. Got it. So just to to touch on how crazy that is sure. in baseball, which you have more than you have double the games, mm-hmm. people don't get that that. Much war, which means that he's what worth, was Shohei's last year? Like some players get like eight, nine, ten, but like yeah. only like two players. So anyway, that. this guy Jay Fresh compiles these war projections in different statistical categories in percentile rank, right? Mm-hmm. So a hundredth percentile would be um, at the very, very top of the class, McDavid. right? Correct. So there's all these different ones. So I'm going to get into this more later, but that was just my two minute introduction to this. We're going to go into it another time. What's Gergensen's? Gergensen's. So here's the (laughs) thing. thing. So there's even strength offense, even strength defense, power play, penalty kill, finishing, goals goals per 60, assists per 60, penalties, which is how many he takes compared to uh, draws, and the level of competition that he faces and the level of quality of teammates that he's playing with, right? Mm -hmm. So... His over and it compiles into one big stat. So Gergensen's projected war percentage is 60th percentile, which is good. It's in the blue. It's in the like light shade of blue, which is pretty good. However, if you look at the other um, individual ones, his even strength offense percentile war is only 36 percent, which means even strength that even strength stat is projected even strength offense war, meaning a wins a player provides to his team through his isolated impact on scoring chances, expected goals for when he's on the ice at even strength. Okay, That means how much does Gergensen's contribute in the offensive zone in expected goal-scoring opportunities, mm-hmm. right? 36%. Defensive zone, on goal, the same stat, but goals against, 98%. Percentile. 98%. percentile. So basically saying if you lined up 100 random NHL players, Gergensen's going to be the nine, you know, top three... 98, 99, 100, best at defensive war. We'll, we'll call it like that. Yeah, that's a, that's a way to look at it. Sure. Yeah. So my, that's awesome. Does my, he my, have a, an actual number, like a war number? A D-war number? So this is all in percentile rank. Okay, so, okay, so he doesn't have a, six, a hard number. His, the hard number, no, because there's no hard number because the percentile rank is takes into account all of the shot quality. It takes And it's an easier uh, way to read it. So Sure, but you, but you got eight for McDavid. It was an example. 
No, McDavid. I know Connor McDavid. I do not know if he had an eight war last year. It was an example. Oh, I said, say oh, McDavid just, had an eight. Oh, got it. Okay, but understood. I can I can tell you. Well, his projected I, percentage is a hundred percent. I will. Right. I wonder what that would be. I will say anyway on Gergensen's point quickly. Is, Gergensen's was signed back for that reason. Yeah. It was a. It took me five minutes to explain why Gergensen's was back, but it was he, worth it. He he is. It, what the Sabres are going to hopefully be this next year and be a playoff team, he's the kind of guy that you need on your team if you're going to succeed in playoffs. He is. He blocks shots. He hits. He plays both ends. He's incredible. So I'm very glad that the Sabres got him back. And he's still young. He's been with us a long time. Mm-hmm. He's not like he's just mid to late 30s. So 2.5 for him. Sabres also uh, you know, signed back. Uh, or signed Lucas. Uh, Lucas. Uh, sorry, Rousek. I think Rousek. When, during the uh, when he was playing up uh, when he was playing for the Sabers, um, he was. I think it was Rousek. Is how they pronounce it. I've never talked to him and asked how His he wanted it. Pronunciation to pronunciation on hockey is Rousek. Okay, R O O. If we ever chat, I'll ask him for sure. But uh, they signed him back for a uh, two year. $775,000. That's the league minimum uh, is what they got him for. And we saw him in the NHL. And yeah, popped pop, pop his... Uh... We talked about him a couple episodes. First NHL shift, he scored his first goal. It's pretty cool. So, you know, I, as a Sabres fan, unless you watch the Amherst, you probably haven't seen him play too much. But the Sabres think that he could be a, a potential NHL player this next season. Mm-hmm. So, Question for you, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Is it? This, like is, this is me not... Actually, not knowing the answer to this, do is it normal for the league minimum opening contract to be league minimum for two years? Is that normal? Because I would assume it was league minimum for the first year and then something more for the second year. Not necessarily entry. So league minimum this now is seven hundred seventy-five thousand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Entry level contracts actually typically go not for league minimum. They go for like nine hundred twenty-five k. Right. So I was I was kind of curious to see league minimum for two years. I thought that was low no no not for somebody who's played two nhl games yeah sure, sure, sure. and At might not age. have this assessed value from other franchises right but i was thinking it would have been league minimum for one year because like why would he agree to minimum for two he could score well that's what i'm goals. saying is maybe you know the, uh, uh, he's not going se- security. to security yes I mean, yeah. I mean, at his age, he's he could be picked up in the AHL and have a minor league career, but job security to make seven hundred seventy five. He could and he couldn't years. because maybe something we talk about if we get bored in ha uh, Sabersland is a- AHL's new rules for veterans. Yeah, that's really cool. So AHL players are the AHL will become a more of a developmental league for the NHL. So players do want security not only in NHL rosters, but they want AHL security too because it is changing a bit. So mm-hmm. I think that's maybe why he was okay to take the two years instead of the. Yeah. And who knows if he turns out to be great? Sabers got him on league minimum for two years. We'll see. Right, and that's the the two sides of it. Is, yeah. you know, Jakey two sides over here. Always two sides. Jakey two sides. Two. Sides. So yeah, the um the Gergens thing, Gergensen's thing. Say that five times. Gergensen's thing. Ger- mm. No, nope. I don't want to say it or think about it. Um, the Gergensen's thing is uh, interesting because again we talked about the Sabers' need for that bottom six forward core. And as we get into our off-season preview, which is going to be coming up in a episode here pretty soon, um, we're going to dive more into that and uh, what the Sabres are going to be looking for up front, what they could look for, what they might need. Mm-hmm. Is there an influx right now of wingers? Is the forward group as a line right now to basically run it back? Is it going to be good enough? 
Right, and that's we can di- definitely and we're dive. Gonna dive into that later. It, but my one word answer is mm-hmm. it's close. It's close. It's not the thing that they're like. It's not one word. One word answer. That's my answer. It's close. I don't think the answer is yes, but I do think you mean to being the team that they need to be the offense. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's close. It's definitely. I don't think they're anything close to what they were a few years ago, where it was way off. I think they're approaching it. Mm -hmm. You've got guys contributing at very large scales, and a lot of guys chipping in and and filling in those gaps that they haven't had before. So, the again, I don't want to get into it right now because we're actually going to be. it's going to be a whole thing, a whole segment yeah. with the Sabres is yeah. going to be the uh, projection. It's hard to get into it a little preview. because we're going yeah. to get into it. I know, I know, yeah. because you start talking about, well, the Olsen's, Olsen's on the block, and that's going to free up a forward spot, but is that going to be taken by Yuri Kulich? Is that going to be ta- you know what I mean, stuff like that? Because yeah. right now, even like looking at top, the top six, it's um, Thompson, Tuck, Skinner, mm-hmm. Cousins, Quinn, Paterka, mm-hmm. right? And middle stat. <clears throat> That and that's a conversation <laughs> that we're not going to get into right now. Yeah. Are the Sabers? Here's a hot take: Are the Sabers better off while Middlestat is actually kind of up right now in his playmaking ability? Talk, <sighs> and I'm not even. Gonna, yeah. Would they be better off moving him for another quality player, knowing that somebody like Matthew Savoy, who's got the same type of game that Middlestat does, small playmaking skill. Do they envision him taking Middlestat's spot right now? Because how is Middlestat's value going to get higher? Maybe. But Savoy's a lot smaller than it's, Middlestat. It's hard. Just throw it out there. I know, but I'm just saying. Yeah, he's not a power forward by saying. It's yeah. hard to – it's like the Torres not to – it's like the Torres talk with the Yankees. Yeah. Can't – in my opinion is Middlestat and, and Olafson can't both go. That's too many points. Yes. Too many points to replace. Yeah. One or the other, maybe. It's too many points if they I both go. I think that – with his age and his age in play, mm-hmm. Middlestat's still very young. In you know respect to the league mm-hmm. and players' development, and we see McDavid growing and growing, and you know still mm-hmm. went from the best player in the world to even the more <laughs> significantly best player in the world. Middlestat looked really good, and his stats we've talked about him before. We, we if you him. haven't, check out that episode because surprising how the the most offensive what five on five. From the second half of the season, something like that, yeah, incredible. He so many assists, yeah. so many behind, Mc, yeah, yeah, behind McDavid and McKinnon. Yeah, I, I can't remember what the middle stat, stat was. was impressive, and he passed the eye test. Actually, which sometimes in hockey, your stats might be completely different than what the eye test tells you. And middle stat passed the eye test. So I don't think I don't it's, I don't think it's justified to say it's time to move on not or not all. even time. No, that's a good idea. It's, yeah, but I get where you're coming you from, Tom. Back. If you have a guy that just came off a season like that. Mm-hmm. You know, well, the talk on him is high, and well, the value might be potentially highest it ever will be. But you also got to think if you want this team that's been building and growing and, you know, coming together as a core, middle stats right in the middle. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. If you, yeah, so. if you, if he's the best he ever will be, wouldn't you want him on your team? Yeah, there's that. Or if he just gave you a, a flair that we might not see again next year and he's now valued very low around the league and you missed your chance. It's a hard, hard topic. He looked so. good. He really did. He looked very good. I want to some great passes, like yeah, superstar. Saw, like he was seeing the ice at like a veteran Elite. professional level. Yeah. Elite, yeah, yeah. But the question is, though, my I, I get everything you're saying about middle stat, but in the spirit of um, the the Yankees, the Sabers maybe looking for that more 
experience. Like if we could take middle stats playmaking ability, right, and his offensive upside, and transfer that and get that same quality player, but on the defensive side of the puck, would you want? Would it's, you make that? At some deal? point, at some point, you're losing too many goals. Yep. I know we Pitcher. said defense wins championships. It does. Agreed. So but at some point, you're sacrificing too much offense. And you have to think the Sabers' defensive issues aren't going to be solved like that. And even if they make moves and they draft or players play better, they are still going to need. And we have young goalies who are unproven fully. You need the five. You're six going goals to game. need yeah. the high goal scored, yeah. regardless if the defense increases. We still need that. So the stat you're referring to, Joey, real quick before we wrap things up on middle stat actually came from the same guy, Jay, this Jay, same, Fresh. Jay Fresh, right? Yeah. And the question was, top 10 primary assists per 60 minutes at 5-on-5, five five, minimum 1,000 minutes played this last season, okay? And it was Nathan McKinnon, Mitch Marner, Leon Dreisaitl, Casey Middlestad. Decent Pretty company. Good. 98th percentile in primary assists per 60 yeah. So, and if you think that the Sabers are moving in the right direction, and Middlestack can continue to grow and develop with the team, he could be a franchise center for the Sabers. Well, he was when he was taken in the draft. They That's envisioned they him yeah. being a number one center. His little just, brother looks pretty darn he good never, too. He never flourished, but yeah. the rest of Middlestack's stat card um, doesn't look super pretty on the defensive side of the puck. Even though his and oh, I, I should have also said this: these stat card things, which again I'll get in way deeper down the line. They are based on a th- weighted three year over three years, not just one year. So it's so it's not just right because otherwise you might get uh, Jonathan Chichu from 2006 who scored 52 goals and his right his weighted WAR is off the charts just yeah. by one year. But over three years, how good is this guy? Well, over three out. years, anyway. So that those player cards are really cool, and I can't wait to get into them more and yeah. tell people so we have that stat. But anyway, good news, I guess. I mean, so th- in the last since we last talked, Buffalo. Sabres, like it. On I like up. Gergensen's got, uh, you know, good yeah. two signings. And why not run it back a little bit? Because at the end of the day, we did miss the playoffs by one point. We everybody's going to be, you hope a little, everybody's a little bit more And the uh, team older. that was one point ahead was the Florida Just Panthers. lost right. it. Yeah. Everybody's a little bit older, more experienced. They played in some of those tight games a little bit. So with the right additions, I think so. Crazy to think that without one of their one of their two big slumps, that's the playoff team. Yeah, it wasn't that game yeah. in Florida that killed us, guys. It was our nine game, eight game, nine game losing streak yeah. in November. Seven and it was our and us. it was our thirteen out of sixteen lumped. Yeah, and it was it was dropping the extra point to the Capitals and blowing that yeah. lead and dropping the. You extra can point, point, to the point it at a hundred games, of but it, the be, the teams that make playoffs, I, and I don't know this for a fact, but I doubt the Panthers went on like a an eight game losing streak and or twelve out of sixteen. Mm. You know, it's just tough. So, so yeah. Anyway, let's uh, Jake. Do you have a closing point because, or uh, with the Sabers? Because I wanted to just wrap up the Sabers. Yeah, yeah I was gonna do game. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's what we're with the Sabers. We we thought about doing draft preview tonight, and then a couple of off season preview episodes, but we decided against that. We're because we knew we had a little bit more Yanks talk tonight, mm-hmm. so we are going to do a draft preview um, for the Sabers in our next step on Sunday, and then a week from today, next Wednesday, which is actually the night of round one which we'll be recording probably during that, we will do a off-season preview with free, because free agency starts that next Saturday. Mm-hmm. So that's the game plan with the Sabres talk. Yeah, so. draft, then free agency. Draft, then off-season in general, but free agency yeah. and trade and mostly. And then probably back to the draft. Because trades open up, um, you know, our trades are already opened up, but they're really going to open up uh, during the draft. Yeah, so. you like to see. All right, Jake, well, close us out. Bring us out. What we got? I am going to give you two options. Do you want to try to name... There's a thing called point sharing in hockey. Okay. It's kind of like war. It's um, how many points 
did your team these not not points as in goals assists but like win loss points in your team sure how many points did your team get because of you yeah that's mm-hmm. kind of like war kind of like war yeah so do you want to try to name the top sabers points in that point sharing it's called um, of all time or do you want to try to name a historical doesn't have to be a long time ago maybe like early 2000s mid 2000s yankee sabers roster so many guys on the roster you could name i'd probably be let's do the war thing Okay. Tommy's going to say the exact opposite. I know, I was, because I... Well, the reason I'm saying this is because Tommy's knowledge of Sabres teams is... I know, I kind of want to see it. Well, we, do can you... do, we can do the point sharing. Let's do it. All right, so say it one more time where it's it's basically what the they... hockey references top 12 Sabres of all time. Based, Contributing to based wins. Based on how much they help the team win. Is this including goalies? It does include goalies, yeah. Okay. Number Tom one. Dominic Asher. Yes, number one. Number one. With 116 point shares. Dominic Hasek, the the Buffalo Sabres would not have been anything in the 90s without Hasek. Nothing. 116, Um, that estimates that he has over a full season of wins. Only on him. That's amazing. Um, Okay. Is there another goalie on the list? There are at least. I'm not saying if there's more than one. I know know a couple goalies are going to be on the list for sure. But, um, okay. Phil Housley? He's not number two. Are you going in order? Oh, no. I'm just guessing. I'm not in order. Well, who do you think number two is? I know who number two is. Are you looking it up? No. No, I swear to God. Why did you look at your computer and then smirked and said, I know who number two is? No, so I thought, <laughs> no, I have very, a, yeah. It, I have a great if we were in a court of law, that would be. Yeah. Well, Jobert, no, Jobert Perot. Perot, number two. Number three. <laughs> number three might shock you. Click here to find out. Darian Pupa. No. <laughs> it was, it's Darian. Darian. Yeah, it wasn't Darian. What did I say? Don't do that. What did I say? Tom? This is the thing, Joey. You does. said poop. And what did you say? A tough last name, Pupa. Hey, Darren, Darren is a poopa. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Alexander Mogilny, final answer. Mm-mm. Snubbed from another Hall of Fame. Mogilny, not in the top 12. Yeah, um, this wasn't a Sabre long enough. This is just for the Sabres. Max Finneganoff. No. Jay, Joey, why yeah, that was would you I think that? I love him. That I, all right, matter. fine. That Ryan, Ryan Miller. Ryan Miller, number three. There we go. Yeah. I mean, he number also four. games. Number four. What did you... Phil Housley. Phil Housley. Phil Housley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up. I thought it was Finnegan. Maximum Number five, you need to go back to the two beginning times. Danny Gear. Not that beginning. What? No, more beginning than that. Like beginning of Sabres times. Yeah. Uh, Uwe Krupp. He was the 80s, I think. No, I'm talking like... Uh, well, yeah, it might be 80s as well. I mean, Rene Robert? No, not give, that old. Give, give yeah, this one to Rick us. Martin. This is Rick Martin. Rick Martin. Martin. Okay. Okay. I just said it. Okay. okay. Next is early, early. Bill Height. Okay. Hate or Height? TBD. Next one you know. Give me a next one I know. Yeah. Uh, Big Muzzy. Who is? Oh, Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah. Ramsey. Then you've got a guy who is not necessarily known as this. Well, he's he is a known as a saber, but he was a big saber. But he was also a big other. Who is Anderchuk? Who is Dave Anderchuk? I, next, I, I scored points. First, you, it's well, Jeopardy style. Don Edwards. Show me Anderchuk. Really? Don Edwards. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have guessed. All right, Jacob. Show me. Show me. Don't say show me. <laughs> Don't show me. There's one <laughs> thing that you're not supposed to say right now, and it's, it's show, show me. Show me. All right, Anderson. ten, eleven, big twelve. Sunny, big sunny guys. Ten, eleven, twelve are all guys 10, that 11. we watched. Growing Danny up. Breer. No. Chris Sherry. Eh. No. Eh. Marty Baron. No. Eh. Alexi Zhitnik. No. Brian Campbell. No. Jason Thomas Vanek. Thomas Vanek. Thomas Vanek. Mm. Thomas Vanek. Jack, like. <laughs> 
Jack? No. Uh, um, you just said it. Though. Miro Shatan? He's 12. Okay, so when you just need 11? You need 11. You said it already. Dre? No. Briere? No. <laughs> Stu Barnes? Not even no. close. Is it Poopa? No. It was the only guy that you said that Marty you had reset. No. Rhett Warner. You just <laughs> said him. Like, how would you ask? Like, uh, funny enough. <laughs> hey, you guys want to know a name? Jeff Jilson. Rick Vive. Rick Vive. <laughs> um, who did I just say? G- Yuri Novotny. G- Jason Palmville. Jason Palmville. Oh. <laughs> the population. Okay, and then 12? You got 12. I got Shatan. Oh, okay. You know who 13 would have been? Mirzy Satan. Rafi Torres. I can check. Ran- most random saber you can name to end the show. Go. Rick Vive. That's not that random. It's pretty <laughs> darn random. Vladimir Saboka. That's a good one. Yeah. Michael Neuwirth. That's not that random. He, how long of, was he a saver for? A year? Uh, like no. a half a season. He was uh, good. All right. He okay, once well, was good. I think that's a good place to stop. Yeah. You guys, yeah. All right. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Last oh, one. I'm going to call you that. Who's 13? 2012 13 Sabres. The leading point scorer had 40 points. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Miser- well, no. Hold on. He had 12. 12-13 season was lockout shortened. Oh, okay. I just hit a random one. How, deep, was, how many games was, played? It was Vanek. It was oh, how many games played? I was just going to say Vanek. In 38 games Okay. Played. That checks out. Yeah. Well, guess who was second with 48 games played? 34 points. Derek, uh, you're no, wrong. No. Um, guess five times you're wrong. Drew Stafford. Wrong. Wrong. Again. <laughs> Craig Reve, huge season. Craig Reve, <laughs> he was our captain. That was thirty-eight points. John Scott was on the team. Who was it, Jake? Nathan Kirby, Cody Hodgson. Cody wow. Hodgson. His hands buyout filthy. Buyout factory. Him filthy. and Airhoff and Leno. Well, All right. that wraps up the Sabres talk and also wraps the talk up talk. Wraps the up talk, talk talk. Uh, talk talk by talk talk. Talk talk here incorporated. Presented Poop. by Talk Poopa. Uh, follow us on social media: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Send us an email. Uh, AOL. I think we're hot on AOL hot right on now. AOL. Yep. Okay. You've got mail. Swipe right on. Our, Check out my MySpace page. Uh, crypt- MySpace Tinder. crypto. Is that, that's not a social not media. Though. Crypto. You're not, we're not on Tinder. I am. Two balls, one puck. Swipe right. And that's, that's the, the show. biggest thing in Tinder. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>